Hello, and welcome to Range of Motion, or ROMcast, where I cover all things health and fitness. I'm your host, Hunter Kelly, and today's episode is all about fats, or lipids, depending on what you want to call them. Before I get started, I always want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Firstly, I hope everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving. If y'all went and saw family and are still traveling, hopefully your travels are going safe. Hopefully you ate plenty of food. I know I was reading a post somewhere that the average American eats between three and 4,000 calories on Thanksgiving alone, which is pretty crazy, pretty, pretty high for the average American diet. But hopefully we're all able to stay motivated through these coming holiday seasons, still able to get in the gym, stay strong. Also, one thing I know that's happening with me a lot is just getting wore out trying to get holiday shopping done. Be sure, if you are having that stress, to take a step back from time to time. Breathe. Go do something fun that's not necessarily fighting crowds or fighting online stores. I know that's generally what I do now for Black Friday. I just I do online shopping. It's a lot easier. Uh, also... This episode may be coming out an hour or two later than usual. The Yesterday was just crazy as far as what happened. So, normally, I work out at the house because I have a gym here, which I'm super thankful for. But my dad goes to Planet Fitness, and I still have my membership there. So every once in a while, I'll go with him, and we'll work out up there. Well, no biggie. We were just going to stop and get food afterwards. So, we were going to a restaurant, and the drive through line was just wrapped around the building. I was like, well, it'll be just as easy to go in. It's a place I used to work at, so I figured I'd run into a couple people I knew. And sure enough, talking with one of the guys, my dad's ready to go. So, we get in line to order, and people come running up from the back. Oh no, some guy's falling down. And we get back there, and this guy has fallen off of the bar stool and just busted his head wide open, bleeding on the, the back corner. And I was like, oh, well, I wasn't ready for all of this. So we had to help that gentleman and then proceed to get our food, which they proceeded to lose, which we had to get remade. And we went out to the car, realized we didn't have all the food, had to go back in to get the rest of the food. It was just a whole ordeal. So by the time we got back home, we had sat down, ate, and then I was going to come work on the polishing of the episode for today, and then the power goes out. Someone had gotten into a wreck, crashed into the telephone pole with the transformer, and half of the street that I live on lost power for a long time. I went to bed. I gave up waiting on it. So I woke up this morning. And I just started trying to crank away at getting the final points I wanted to cover and polishing up. So it may come out just a just a tad bit late today. But regardless, it is still coming out on Wednesday of that much, I promise. Whether it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock in the morning. We'll figure it out. Alright, so now we're going to dive into the episode of Fats and Lipids. So if y'all didn't catch it last week, I last week, last episode I covered proteins. So I'm going to do 
a four to five part series on nutrition, covering all the aspects of nutrition. And I'm thinking the last one, we're just going to put it all together. That way you can kind of have a good idea of what it's like to create your own diet. Because as a personal trainer myself, it is out of my scope of practice to create an individual, a nutritional guideline as far as like meal planning. But I can give you all the information you need to be able to go out and create it on your own with the knowledge and know-how of how to do so successfully. So first off, what is fats or lipids? If I mix them up, they're both the same. One of them's a more scientific term that we use, and fats is more your common lingo. Uh, anyway, fats are essentially what give your food the great flavor. It's what we fry our foods in. It's what gives ice cream that richness to it. Uh, or it's also what gives something a unique flavor. Kind of hard to describe, but a lot of it comes from the fats that are in the food. Now, there are four different kinds of fats that you'll come across in food. And if you're ever looking at a nutrition label, you'll see them broken down. So you have trans fat, saturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, and monounsaturated fat. And whenever you're trying to figure out what the difference is, trans fat and saturated fat are going to be the worst options as far as fats are concerned. Trans fat is so bad that most companies aren't allowed to have them in their food. So if you're ever looking at a nutrition label, trans fat should always be zero grams. And that's something that the nutritional guidelines have dictated. I forget what year it was. I don't think it was super long ago that they made it to where companies cannot have any in products at all. Uh, so what you'll see a lot more of now is just saturated fat. Those are going to be your two two options that are going to increase the risk of uh, bad heart health and cancers. So you're going to want to look out more for your unsaturated fat, whether it be polyunsaturated or monounsaturated. So... Polyunsaturated, you can break down into two categories, your omega-3s and your omega-6s. And some of y'all may be like, omega-3, that sounds familiar. A lot of that comes from, if you take like a fish oil supplement, that's going to be your healthy omega-3s. You can also get it from things like flax seeds and other nuts, but fish and flax seeds probably your top option to get your omega-3s. Omega-6s also come from other nuts, corn oil, uh, canola oil, stuff along those lines. So whenever you look into add some healthy fats into your diet, we were always taught that if you could eat fish one to two times a week, preferably something high in omega-3, something like salmon. So if you're Serving up some salmon, you want it to be about the size of a deck of cards. That's how we were always taught. And I've had three or four different professors all tell me the, the same size of salmon. And then if you can tolerate fish, it's well worth it. I know there's plenty of stores around me that uh, sell it at a decent price in bulk, especially if you go to like Costco or anything like that. So one thing that 
I personally do not like about fats is the name. I, I feel like we should all just call it lipids because fat itself gives it a bad reputation. I know a lot of people think fat means, oh, it's going to make me fat, when in reality it doesn't. It's one of the essential nutrients of life and living. And when I worked at GNC, there were so many people that were not eating any kind of fats because they thought it would just make them fat. And a lot of that boils down to schooling. I feel like as far as American schools are concerned, we do a piss poor job of teaching people the importance of not only nutrition, but fitness as well. So whenever people are older and their health is starting to decline, they're not sure how to turn that around and get back on track. And when people hear fats or they look at something and they see that it has a lot of fats, they'll just avoid it, not eat it. And it's just a big misconception because fats are going to be one of the main sources of fuel for low-intensity exercises. And that's not just going to the gym and walking at a slow pace. That'll be you walking to your car, you walking up the flight of stairs to your office, whatever it is. Most of your day is going to be consumed by the low-intensity side of exercise. And although there are other ways to fuel that process physiologically, it's easiest for your body to just get it straight from the fats or lipids that you're taking in. And you only need about 20 to 30% of your daily nutrition to come from fats. And that's because fats by themselves contain the most calories per gram of any of the nutrition. So you get more calories out of a smaller amount from fats than you would, let's say, protein or carbs. But with that, one of the biggest problems arises is they're delicious. I mean, fried chicken, I love it. I could put down a whole KFC basket like it's nothing. But because you're eating such large amounts of the good food, you're also getting that large number of calories. So it's going to cause you to be in that calorie surplus, which is going to allow you to gain that extra weight. And I think that might be where some of that confusion comes from because people are eating high-fat foods, which puts them into that calorie surplus, and then they start gaining all this extra weight. So they put the blame on what they think it is, which would be the food, when in reality it's just because they're eating so much of it. So by cutting back to that 20-30%, to 30%, being a little more active throughout the day, all of that will help you start to rather it be maintain weight or start to lose weight. Those are going to be some of the two options. And fats, definitely one of the things that a lot of the Americans can cut down on. Because just like proteins, I was talking about in the last episode, fats are the same way as far as Americans having too much of it in their diet. And a lot of that can come from the diets that people are eating, whether it be keto or they're just eating what they see on the shelves, which are generally higher in protein and fats, lower in carbs, or especially lower in the carbs that you need for a day. So just because food becomes convenient for 
the average individual doesn't necessarily make it the best choice for the individual. With a lot of the canned foods you see on the shelves of stores or anything that's on your main aisles, a lot of it's been heavily processed, which is going to decrease the nutritional benefits of it. You're going to see an increase in those saturated fats, uh, bad carbs, which I'll get to in the next episode, and protein you'll see a slight decline in. So if you can, I highly recommend either trying to shop out of the fresh if I could speak, the fresh section of the grocery store or the frozen. Those are going to be your kind of step, stair-step levels as far as nutritional values go. You're going to get more out of the fresh, slightly less out of frozen, and then you're going to get the worst benefits from canned food. Although it does keep a long time, you may have to go to the store a little more often if you're shopping fresh and frozen over canned goods but it will ultimately help you out as far as getting more of the nutritional benefits that you're after as well as being able to find more delicious foods that are fresh so although fats are delicious they give food such great flavor we really have to work to limit ourselves to that 20 to 30 percent range that way we're not gaining excess weight so by cutting back on fats and lipids it will allow us to either start to lose some of that excess weight we've gained or at least maintain a healthier weight as well as reducing the risk of heart disease and cancer the two top leading causes of individuals here in america heart disease being the first one and cancer being the second so i know this episode's a little bit shorter But there is a lot of information that can be covered over fats and lipids. And I didn't want to bore you with a whole lecture full of cholesterol, LDL, HDL, stuff along those lines. I wanted to just give a basic overview of basically the four fats that you'll see on a nutrition label. And if y'all want more in-depth, be sure to drop it in the comment section, question section, whatever it's called on Spotify below. Also, if y'all enjoyed the episode, please share it with your friends. It helps me out a ton. It allows me to get more episodes out to y'all, help me reach more people. And in the end, that's all I want to do is just help out as many people as I can. And as always, you're more than happy. I'm more than happy. Not you're more than happy. I'm more than happy to get any messages from y'all. If y'all need me, I'm on Instagram all the time. Hunter underscore Kelly underscore 99. Feel free to shoot me a message if you want it to be a little more in private. If not, definitely be sure to drop any comments, questions, concerns down below, and I'll definitely be getting back with y'all as soon as I can or covering it in the next episode, depending on what the topic may be. Once again, this is Hunter Kelly signing off, and I hope y'all have a fantastic holiday season.